0: Welcome to the Taco Latte Podcast, the podcast where we discuss how to navigate life as a Christian teen through a teen's perspective. I'm Erin Jimerson, joined today with my co host,
1: Tatum Clark. And I'm
0: joined with my co host, Erin Jimerson. How are you doing today, Tatum?
1: <gasps> I am doing pretty good. Um, I think like Blue Book, like mostly. So that was really exciting. Um, Yeah been a pretty good day so far. How about you?
0: Yeah, my day has gone by really fast. I've been extremely busy, Um, but that's good, too, working on projects and stuff. Lots of different forms of editing, which I do enjoy. (laughs) It's just Mm -hmm. time-consuming. But yeah, overall, my day was pretty good. The weather is very nice. On a scale from, like, light bulbs to pillowcases, like, I'm pretty sure... My day would rank somewhere in between, maybe, like, um, a
1: doorbell. Like, I think that's... I was thinking, like, a
0: mattress, but... Oh, you know, that that could be... (laughs) But, I mean, like, I was productive. I I wasn't sleeping, though, dude. Oh,
1: true. I mean, I wish I was (laughs) sleeping.
0: (laughs) Yeah, let's be real. We all wish we were sleeping right now, not doing anything. (laughs) Maybe that's not true, but... I don't know what that was. Anyways, my day was good. So Tatum,
2: tell me, of your entire week,
0: of your entire month, of your entire life, highs and lows? Um, (laughs) hmm. We can keep it to the week. (laughs) Okay, I guess
1: my high hasn't happened yet, but I'm so stoked to be done with school. I'm like... I'm yeah. excited for Monday. Like once Monday's <laughs> done, I'm gonna be so excited.
0: Um, I know we're honestly gonna be done with school so soon. I know it's a week sooner than we were going to be, and it's
1: yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, it's all right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is keeping me going honestly. Um right. And then my low is probably I just did not have a good day. You know those days where you wake up and you're like, I wish I yeah. could fall asleep and wake up again. It was yeah. kind of one of those days because I was just really tired and emotional and, like, everything stressed me out. It's one of those uh, days where, like, everything yeah. kind of overwhelmed me. So, that was a big bummer, a but bummer. I got through it, and nice now I'm
0: back to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry, it cut out. What day was that? I think it was Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. I'm trying to remember. It was a long time ago. Um, yeah. Wednesday was kind of, like, <laughs> extremely unproductive and just kind of, like, blah for me, I think. It was blah. Yeah, it was blah. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel that. But I'm glad that you got through it. Now you're here mm-hmm. with us. And you're having a good day.
1: I'm here. I am having a good day. What about you? Do you have any okay, highs so or lows? Like,
0: kind of a problem. I'm realizing I literally can never remember anything
2: I from the week.
0: Too. <laughs> it's like I feel so busy and then I look back and I'm like, Wow, <laughs> there's nothing in my memory like at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's blank. Um like it's not mine, but yesterday my dad is giving me a laptop to borrow. I guess that would be a high, just like getting more oh, cool. things to help things be more convenient. because um, I didn't have my own laptop and so I would always have to wait for him to come home from work to do any editing of any mm-hmm. kind. So that was kind of hard, um, but now I'll have more time to do that, so that'll be good, so that was good. Um, my low, yeah, Monday was not the best, like, Monday night was just kind of like what you were saying, just, like, not a very good day, like, emotional, and just one of those days that, like, you don't want to go through, I guess, um, mm-hmm. but I'm here. I'm good now so that's good. <laughs> I feel you I feel you about Wednesday for sure but, yeah I think it's so weird how we go through our lives and we're just so busy and like there's nothing we can remember about it besides like either really yeah. good stuff or really negative stuff and it's kind of sad that's honestly sad
1: yeah
0: I don't know why do you <laughs> think why do you think it, it is that way
1: um I think it's because we work too much almost so then we yeah. work too much to the point where we don't even remember what we did because our life right. is, like, always work. I don't know.
2: That's I feel like true. sometimes yeah.
1: we're always doing, like, the same thing over and over. Especially, right. like, in quarantine. We've been right. doing the same thing for, like, a month now. And <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of crazy.
0: Yeah. But that, okay, but it doesn't feel like that long also at the same time. Or is that just me? My routine's going to be, like
1: busted once school's done
0: yeah that's true because we're not gonna have as much to do yeah what are we gonna do the Taco latte podcast (laughs) we'll do two eps a week (laughs) 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 um people
1: would have too much of us
0: (laughs) yeah for sure yeah i feel like we're totally tangenting also also, but that's that's okay so i feel like two friends catching up yeah, honestly, like, that's pretty much what it is, and it's, like, really cool. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm glad that we're doing this, because otherwise, I feel like we wouldn't be, like, talking as much during this time. Yeah. Um, And so it's just really good to, like, see how we're doing and check on each other and, and all of that. It's really fun.
2: Mm-hmm. It is.
0: But having said that, this is, as you as you know, the Taco Latte podcast, Tatum. And what do we do yeah. on the Taco Latte podcast?
1: Um, we talk
2: a lot.
0: We do talk a lot. but We also talk a lot about beverages <laughs> transitioning <laughs> very smoothly into oh, okay. the Taco Latte segment um, of today's Taco Latte episode. Okay, what? question. Should we yes. name it the Taco Latte podcast segment? Or like Taco Latte segment? Or does uh, it need its own name? Like, I feel like it just should be
1: a- the Taco Latte drink of the week.
0: Yeah, because we're like talking about a, a latte, but it's
1: or not a latte. But it's not. <laughs> okay, Erin, you're is so bad. Do you have with us today.
0: I have this before you. Dun dun dun. dun. Oh, it's backwards, oh. isn't it? It is Kavita you know what, like Master Brew... Oh, it's not. It's kombucha. Kavita. Oh, Kavita. 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 I need
1: to brew my kombucha because my mother's literally like
2: two inches.
1: Like, it, it's massive.
0: Your, oh my goodness, your mom for your kombucha? My mom. Gobi? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yikes.
0: Yeah, that's like mine. Oh, I can't open this. This is so hard. Yeah, so okay, I have kombucha. What?
1: Describe what you're drinking. You just started. <laughs> <laughs> I can't it. open it.
0: <laughs> the seal is like so tight.
1: You want and me to also, give
0: you a hand, virtually? Yes. Okay, ready? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That didn't help, but thank you. <laughs> Here, maybe I'll try using. Uh. It's like detaching from the plastic thing, and so that's making it not able to open. Hey, okay, while I'm struggling, Tatum, <laughs> why don't you enlighten us on your dog? Okay,
2: because
0: I'm having some difficulties, and it's bad.
1: Okay, so today I brought. Some drink that you probably haven't heard of, and most of our our listeners probably haven't even heard of it.
2: It's called water. Oh my goodness, dude! You've already been
0: drinking your beverage (laughs) before we even got to this (laughs) segment. I'm sorry, I'm (laughs) thirsty. (laughs) I just didn't have anything fun, and I was like, you know what? Let's drink some agua. Okay, so tell us some fun facts about water that people don't know. (laughs) (laughs) On the top of your head. I know nothing about water, (laughs) except for, oh, I know this.
2: What is the the molecule component?
0: Oh, that is true. What is it made out of? Uh, H2O.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You should bring in someone else and be like, can you open this? On the air. I
0: wish I could just, like, grab it and be like. (sighs) Yeah, and and you'll totally do it in, like, one second. I'm over here struggling, but it's okay. You know what? Okay, I got it. Yeah. That was the most
2: unsatisfying
0: open ever. Okay. I've actually had this before. It's really good. Was it hard yeah, to open kind of, then? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a
2: really good one today.
0: <laughs> okay, maybe I need to do a little uh shaking of the beverage. So um Yeah. Don't want
2: that, that to around. settle. <laughs> 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 exploded oh my God.
1: i just saw your face and you're like ah! It's all over me oh my goodness Tatum, this is not is awesome. going well it's okay <laughs> our listeners will love this
0: i just edit for hours it's okay i, to ah, I edit this this bit. is like pure gold <laughs> no
1: <laughs> It literally is. There's literally
0: foam at the top of this entire bottle now. Okay. <laughs> okay, folks, lesson learned, rake Don't the foam. shake the kombucha. Then seal it and then unseal it. It's not a good idea. <laughs> I should have remembered that. Kombucha's carbonated if it's okay. Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it tastes like kombucha. Oh really? It's got some good fizz. It has a really good pineapple flavor. Oh That's really? Yeah, the flavor is pineapple. Of pineapple.
2: Fizz sounds good dang i want some here dude
0: do you want to try some
2: yeah oh thanks oh dude totally transferred perfectly to your water bottle wow so good so okay <laughs> and with the world's
0: greatest chocolate segment ever data we have to end with a bang give us um give us a scale of what we're ranking we can rank on the same scale i'd say today okay you know what? I was really encouraged by the scale
1: that you gave earlier. Okay. Light bulbs the pillowcases.
0: I love it. That's going to be our theme because it makes so <laughs> much sense. <laughs> Just like this episode.
2: Okay. So, Tam, you are ranking your water. It's not water. It's agua. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't realize.
1: But but I, okay, um, solid potato. What do you rank your Pineapple, mango, kombucha as.
0: Honestly, dude, it's a solid letter Z. It's a solid letter Z.
2: Okay, then. All right.
0: Because this is the end of the talk latte segment. Whoa.
2: That was good. That was very good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank oh you. It was, a, it was a
0: very unique ending, wasn't it?
2: Whoa. It was
1: unique. Erin, you know what else is unique? What, Tatum? Personalities. All right, Erin, today- Let's get down to business. All right, so today we are going to be talking about different personality types. Erin, um, hit us with our first personality type, because there are many. Yeah,
0: so there actually are many more than we're even going to have time to talk about. So, uh, podcast today, we're just going to be covering three of them. One of them is called the Enneagram another is the Myers-Briggs, and then lastly we're going to be covering five love languages and what exactly those mean.
2: Okay, so Tatum,
0: can you kind of tell us briefly what exactly the Myers-Briggs personality types is? Yes, yeah, so Myers-Briggs
1: is a type of personality um, type, so there's different kinds of personality type tests that you can take, but Myers-Briggs was one of the original ones that came, and different types. Now, I'm not really going to talk about all of those because mm-hmm. that would take a while, but I'm just going to talk about what Aaron and I are. So, the main thing, I guess, the main thing to identify a person would probably be the first initial. So, for Myers Briggs, there are going to be four initials that you look at. So, for me, I am an E and FJ. And that stands for E is extroverted, which means I like to recharge around people. I get energy from being living alone. Um, and the N stands for intuition, which I don't know why it's an N. But <laughs> it's question intuition,
0: for day. Tatum. Intuition.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's a question for another day. But intuition means like they value inspiration and imagination so just kind of like the inventor side of it um and then the f stands for feeling key with your feelings so you care about people's feelings more you are aware of your feelings um and then finally the j stands for judgers so that's kind of a weird one because i always thought judgers would be like oh, I judge you because you're weird or something like that. But it's not that. Judgers actually is more, you want things to be a certain way. So it's basically you Mm. want things to be settled. You want to know what's going to happen, which I definitely agree with. I am definitely like that. And then the Mm. opposite of judgers would be perceivers, which they want things open-minded. They don't want to schedule more. They want to do whatever they want at the
2: time. Mm.
0: So, Interesting. Aaron, so Tatum, really quickly actually, yes. I have a question for you about this. So what are the different options of letters? Like how many different options for letter combinations are there? there and then like what are the different letters that could be? Okay, so be there
2: are
1: 16 different types. Um, and I can reprint. I guess, the different combinations. So he is a thinker. So On ours, we are an F. So it basically it's the feeler. So instead of being in tune with your feelings, you like to think through problems rather than just going with what you feel at the time.
2: Hmm. So then
1: So then there's like the teacher, the visionary, the commander, the champion, all these different types that go along with the letters.
0: Gotcha.
1: It's pretty interesting. There's sixteen different types.
0: Cool. So I'm almost wondering. I haven't taken the test in quite a while. The last time that I took the test, whatever test I took, I actually got ENFJ, and I know that's one hundred percent not accurate because I'm not extroverted. Um. So I'm almost wondering if maybe I'm an INTJ, because I don't typically act off of feelings first. I typically think through what's happening and then make decisions. Okay.
1: Yeah, Um, that would be more of a T then.
0: And then what are the different options for the N?
1: So the N would be um, S. So you have, for the second initial, it would be S or N, sensing or intuition. Oh, okay. So basically Hmm. the letters in order would be introverted or extroverted, which um, we know. And then the second one would be sensing and then the third one would be thinking or feeling and then the fourth one would be judging or perceiving
0: hmm. you kind of cut out on the second one sorry can you say that again
1: oh the second one would be sensing or intuitive
0: gotcha interesting so with all those different combinations there's a total of 16
1: mm-hmm
0: yeah cool
1: so, so you, know, you should totally take your type again because you yeah. can change over time
0: I should do that again. But, um, Tatum, why can you tell me, like, why do you prefer the Myers Briggs over, let's say, like, the Enneagram?
1: Um, I haven't done a lot of research from the Enneagram. I've only taken the test one time. Mm
2: -hmm. But
1: I like the Myers Briggs just because you can, I feel like it's easier to figure out who you are or what somebody is using that. Mm -hmm. Um, For the Enneagram, I don't really know all the numbers super well. Right. but um, my phrase is why I like it more um,
0: gotcha so yeah you so want I
1: guess suss out the Enneagram for
0: us yes so the Enneagram what is the Enneagram you may be asking so the Enneagram is kind of weird it is also a personality type uh gauge kind of to help determine what you correlate what personality you correlate most closely with, but there's only nine options versus sixteen, so there's quite yeah. a few less. But honestly, I prefer the Enneagram because I help. I feel like it helps you understand the the specific like person and their goals and fears and strengths and weaknesses okay. in a different way. That I just I just really like it. Um, so yeah, the enneagram is kind of each specific number one through nine denotes you know, one specific personality type. Um, and from this one website, I was doing some research off of. Um, yeah, it was. It's one of the um, main enneagram websites. They were saying that basically, it's possible for you to find yourself, or at least a part of yourself, in every single enneagram type. But the number that you are is most closely correlated to who you are as a person. So, like, everybody can have a little bit of each in them.
2: But then there's going to be one that
0: stands out as, like, the main personality type. So, yeah, Tatum, do you and I want to go through, like, the list of the different ones? And then we can... Maybe what we can do... Okay. I know that not all of our listeners know us super well or maybe haven't been listening for super long. But maybe while we're reading through these things, you guys can mentally be thinking, like, which one you think you are, and then maybe which one you think we are, and then you can let us know if you guessed it right.
1: Right, that'd be fun.
0: Okay, so do you want to start, and then I can do the next one. Yes. We can just alternate.
1: Okay, so type one, which, that would just be number one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that would be the reformer, the rationale, idealist type. Um, It's principled purposeful, self-controls, and perfectionistic.
0: Yeah, so type one is kind of the stereotypical like type A person that's just very like orderly and has everything in a specific way that they want done. Type two is the helper. They are caring and the interpersonal type. They are demonstrative, generous, people-pleasing, and possessive. So the type two, they really thrive off of Getting validation by knowing that they're helping people, but like their fault is often um, not knowing how to say no. So they'll go so far to help other people that they kind of just like spread themselves really, really thin. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay, so then type three would be the achiever, which is success oriented, the pragmatic type. So they're adaptive, they're excelling, they're driven, and image um, conscious.
0: Yeah, so I so think I guess, typically, oh, go ahead.
1: Is that more looking at yourself like more than looking out for others, like looking at yourself?
0: Um, kind of I think yeah, their thing is they're really concerned about like how other people perceive them. Um, and kind of like doing things so that they can look like they're successful or have um just a good career and like they do that so that they can get validation from other people knowing that they're like
2: successful Mm,
0: um type four is the individualist they're sensitive and withdrawn but they're also expressive and dramatic self-absorbed and temperamental so these people i could imagine being more of like theater kids for some reason just like being very um Just expressive and dramatic. And there Um, are
1: definitely pros and cons to all of the personalities. Like, it's not like all one is bad or all one's really good. Right. Like,
0: everyone has a downfall. Exactly. Yeah, and if we had more time, we would go into that more. But this is just kind of, like, the general overview of them all. Um,
1: Right. Okay, so then type five would be the investigator, the intense cerebral type um perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated.
0: Yeah. So when I hear this, I hear more of like an introverted person who Yeah. Um just likes to really observe what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um that's my initial impression when I hear that one.
1: hmm Say so they can probably read people really well. I can mm-hmm. imagine my brother being that. Like he's mm-hmm. very Um, sits back and can see how people are feeling and, like, doesn't talk a ton, but he still, I don't know how to explain it, Um, but he is perceptive,
0: so. Yeah, just, like, aware of those types of things.
1: Yeah, and aware of
0: people and how they're feeling. Right, yeah, the investigator. Type six is the loyalist. They are committed, security, security security-oriented, um, but then they're also engaged and responsible, anxious, and suspicious. Um, I think these t- people are stereotypically more of, like, worst case scenario type people. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of, um, just very conscious of potential, like, harm or danger and always tr- striving to, um, protect themselves and be aware of those types of, types of things. Um, but then they're also, like, Very loyal, so like once you have built up a friendship with them, they're very, very loyal in that friendship to you. Um, so they can make Mm -hmm. a good friends. Okay, the next is the
1: enthusiast, (laughs) the busy, fun loving type, spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and
0: scattered. That kind of reminds me of our podcast today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, we're the
1: enthusiast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah so this on true. the
0: contrary you can definitely feel like this person would be more extroverted typically mm-hmm. i And just kind of going and doing lots of things okay mm-hmm. type eight is the challenger they are powerful and dominating they're self-confident decisive willful and confrontational so i can imagine that these people um could be more like like debating a lot um, and are just really confident in, like, who they are and in standing up for what they believe in.
1: hmm Okay. And then the last type would be type nine, the peacemaker. Self- I don't know what that word is. you know what that is?
0: No. <laughs> Self-effacing type? Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Here, I, I'll look it up. What does this mean? Okay. They don't claim attention to themselves. So, kind of the opposite of type three. Okay. So... So they don't want the attention
1: on themselves. Yeah. Anymore. Okay. And then they, they are receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. Yeah. So they seem very, like, easy to hang out with, like, mm-hmm. not a ton of, not super emotional. Or
0: I was just going to say, I think typically um, people who are type 9 just really care about, like, making everybody's ideas and beliefs um feel accepted and welcome, Um, and are just kind of the more of the type of people who just really love when people get along and don't like confrontation, so they would be like kind Mm -hmm. of the opposite of type eight. Um, But yeah, so in a nutshell, these are all of the different nine types of enneagrams. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, uh, a little bit before we did this, Tatum and I kind of refreshed what our enneagrams are as we were going through this, maybe you guys tried to kind of pick out which ones you thought maybe we could be. But Tatum, which type of Enneagram would you say that you are? Like after
1: I took the test or just looking at this?
0: I guess you could do both. Like what was your test result? Do you agree with it? Why or why not? That type of thing.
1: Um, <laughs> funny thing. I could not find my test result. <laughs> so,
0: Wait, what? <laughs> I couldn't find. Dude, you said you got type three.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> So, I was, like, looking at my text, and I'm like, I can't see
2: it anyway. So,
1: <laughs> okay, the Achiever. Um, I do agree with this. I also see myself in quite a few other types, though. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess I agree, like, I'm mainly a type three, but I feel like I'm also the enthusiast.
0: Would you say I you're don't. distractible and scattered? Yeah. You are? I
1: feel that sometimes. Especially like
0: during this podcast. This podcast is just kind of its weird own thing. I don't really know what is happening, but it's all good. We're just embracing the type of seven podcast. Yeah, we
1: should
0: do that. (laughs) I also feel like you like demonstrate type nine qualities. Like I feel like you just always are very like loving and welcoming to everyone, and you just make people feel like really like comfortable and appreciated and welcomed and like even if you disagree with them like you still do it in an agreeable kind of way i on the other hand am a type one the reformer stereotypical introvert type a perfectionist type person (laughs) um i okay i okay so there's these things with the enneagram called wings and i was really disappointed to find out that your wing has to be one of the numbers next to it so, for me, the type 1, the numbers that are next to mine would either be a 9 or a 2. Oh, interesting. And so, I don't really feel like a 9 or 2 a whole lot. I thought I could be a 1 wing 3, and I was super excited about that. And I'm like, yes, because mm. I definitely see myself in both a 1 and a 3, but more 1, but with 3.
2: Mm.
0: So, But apparently I can't do that. We can
2: change the rules.
0: (laughs) We can't. don't have to follow the
1: Enneagram rules.
0: That's true. Okay, fine. So I'm a one-wing three. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I just really like the Enneagram because I feel like it helps you kind of understand people's strengths and weaknesses um, and like what they appreciate also, um, which is really important. It can kind of help you know them better as a person. So I think it can be good. To understand people's personality types, which I also think ties really well into the five different love languages mm-hmm. um so Tatum do you want to kind of talk about that really quickly?
1: yeah so this is basically how you show love, so the first one is words of affirmation, so mm-hmm. basically you're always seeking words that will be, either build you up or build others up, and that's the way that you show love to others
0: mm-hmm. so um So the five love languages, is that primarily how you show love or is it how you, like, receive love? Like, what is Uh, the most meaningful to you? Is it both
1: or is it one or the other? So they actually go together because some people like to show love in different ways. So they kind of go, both go hand in hand, if that makes sense.
0: Okay. So do you think that typically people who appreciate words of affirmation, like, give that to other people
1: yes so that would be so if you find words of affirmation encouraging to yourself then you would want to give those to others
0: gotcha okay
1: so they kind of are the same like giving and receiving
0: right okay gotcha that makes sense um yeah and then the second one gifts um kind of obvious what a gift is but i feel like also it doesn't have to be like the birthday gift, Christmas present type image that pops into your head, but just like little things, um, going out of your way to maybe make something or send something to someone um, can go a long way if that's like your love language and that's what you appreciate.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah, so then helping out around the house, like taking out the trash, cleaning the bathroom and making things convenient for other people so they don't have mm-hmm. to spend the time and do it. Mm-hmm. So my dad definitely does that. Like he shows love through fixing your car or doing something like that, rather than words of affirmation.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it's pretty interesting if you look at people like what their love language is. So, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Another one is quality time. So this is like going out of your way to spend extra time with people, have meaningful conversations with them, um, and just really investing in them with your time. Which I feel like could also kind of correlate with acts of service, Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like typically it's mainly, like, quality time as in, like, doing things with that person and, like, having meaningful conversations um, and just spending time in that way.
1: Yeah, okay, so then the last one is physical touch, which honestly made me uncomfortable for the longest time.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: But it's just, you know, giving people hugs or holding their hand or just being with them like physically mm-hmm. being with them that can be comforting to some people yeah. um personally I don't really gravitate towards that but
2: yeah.
1: yeah I know people who love like would die for a hug so definitely <laughs> know people who enjoy the physical touch aspect of it mm-hmm. okay Erin so what is your love language you know
0: um yes yeah, so I would have to say that okay mine have kind of honestly been changing and I feel like it's this weird thing of it kind of depends on the person um so let's say I have one friend and like if they do something like if they give me a gift that means a lot to me but then if another person uh gives me words of affirmation that means more than them giving me a gift so I feel like it's kind of this weird thing of it depends on the person that is giving the type of love um typically though my main one would be quality time and I think everybody likes words of affirmation um but yeah I would say quality time just like having meaningful conversations spending time together doing things together um Mm -hmm. that means a lot to me but I also enjoy all of them It just like I was saying depends on like who it's with so Um, you like to receive quality time what
1: do you like to give? Or is um,
0: it the same? Yeah, so sometimes I try to, if I know what somebody's love language is, I try to give them what they appreciate the most, even if that's not something that I appreciate as much. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that that'll mean more to them. I try to do words of affirmation um, and then quality time. I'm really, really bad about giving people gifts. Like, that is not, something that I'm good at. And then it's something I'm trying to be better at. Um weird thing of like I really do appreciate gifts when I know that it like means a lot from the person that's giving it to me. Yeah. So it's kind of this weird thing. But yeah. What about you?
1: I actually don't know. I took the <laughs> test so long ago and then uh-huh. I'm looking at them and I'm like I kind of relate to all of them. Yeah. Honestly, except for the physical touch one <laughs> that I kind of already covered. Do you um, not like
0: giving people hugs and stuff when like you say hugs? Okay,
1: well I guess I I do love hugs, but I don't know why. But like, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> like not the hugs, but like just thinking the, about it. The name, no.
0: <laughs> just physical touch.
1: <laughs> which like makes me kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm
2: not a fan of that. I can that see one that. that <laughs> um, you
1: get that. I, I guess. I guess words of affirmation or quality mm-hmm. time. Yeah, like I really like telling people that they look nice today or something that makes them feel good. Mm-hmm. But then I also love spending time with people to get to know them and I don't know, furthering our relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: So that's which, a lot which of quality time?
0: So are those what you typically love to give to other people, or is that also what you like to receive? Um,
1: I like. I feel like I like to give gifts.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm a gift
1: giver. Um, but I like to receive quality time. Hmm. Okay. I feel like, I don't know why, but whenever I take personality tests, I feel like it changes so much.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it just depends and it might not always or be the most accurate. I mean, yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on okay, the nice. mood and... Right. Yeah. Okay. So now that we went over... Um, these three kind of general categories of different characteristics or just things to kind of help understand people better um why is it important that we know these types of things Tatum like why should we care about personality types and why should we care about love languages yeah and what benefits does it have
1: um so the first one that I can think of is what react to different situations and if you know that you are the peacemaker or you know that your friend is a peacemaker, if mm-hmm. there's confrontation or something like that, you want you want to be reassuring to them or almost try to fix it so then they're happy. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like you want yeah. to know their personality so then you can help them. And mm-hmm. that's the main reason I'm interested in it. Cause I like to know people are happy or comfortable in a situation. Um and if they aren't comfortable, I want to know why, then it's kind of interesting to know their personality also.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I think um, one of the reasons why I like it, also kind of piggybacking on that, is just, like, being able to understand your friends better, and being able to um, show them how you appreciate them in a specific way that they will appreciate the most,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, or like you were saying, specifically trying to avoid certain things or help them with certain things that you know maybe are harder for them. Or maybe also the opposite, like giving them those roles if that is something that's like that they enjoy. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, I think like in the workplace type thing, that could be really beneficial, just like understanding like your coworkers or your boss or that type of thing, so that the work can be divided in a way that best helps the team as a whole to get the most done like in the most efficient way that everyone is like the most compatible and happy with but yeah are there any other things that you can think of okay the other
1: point i was thinking of is getting to know yourself better um so we're all different we all obviously have different personality types and that's normal and okay but i think it's important to know yourself and know your strengths
2: and weaknesses
1: Um, I think we covered this in the entertainment thing. It's just knowing yourself and when you need to stop doing something or when something becomes unhealthy. You need to know yourself and when you should stop doing those things. Knowing your personality will allow you to see when things are getting unhealthy in just your own life. So that's another reason that it's kind of cool to see your personality type.
0: Right. That's totally true. Yeah, and I know like on the Enneagram website, there's lots of them, but um, it can kind of give you a level of like, let's say you know what your number is, and then you can kind of look at this chart that's like, are you at a healthy level or are you at a really low level for your specific personality type? And I think that can kind of help gauge like how you're doing and how you need to improve or that type of thing could be pretty helpful, um, mm-hmm. I think. So there are definitely a lot of benefits to this. Can you think of any like potential harms that could come from this? It depends. Okay, it's <laughs> gonna sound funny, but it depends on your personality.
1: <laughs> are you the kind of person who is really Okay, there's two different ways to look at this. You can either become really involved with yourself and how you are and too much of it can be unhealthy because you can mm-hmm. I don't know how to phrase this. Like you can be care yourself. too
0: much about your specific personality.
1: Yeah. And you can become selfish because of it, mm. but then also you can become really discouraged because you see, oh wow, I'm like a type three, and that's, like the things are really bad on that. So I don't, mm. I don't know if some of people have responded with like anxiety because of it, because I don't want to be like that. Um, right. But I could see that could be a problem.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, another thing I was thinking of that could be a potential problem. Um, is like stereotyping people or judging people if you know Mm -hmm. what their personality type is (laughs) Um, and kind of putting them into this box and being like oh well they wouldn't do that or they wouldn't think that way because they're a type eight or they're a type two and I think that can become unhealthy it's like sure you can lean more towards one side but everybody has a mix of everything and to just like put somebody into a box like that can become really unhealthy But that Mm -hmm. being said, I think if you go into it kind of aware of these types of things and like are thinking through these things and saying like, is this beneficial to be thinking about? I think it can be. So it just depends on um, how you go into it and like what you're aware of going into it. Mm -hmm. How do you think we as Christians should view things
2: like this?
1: Um, One thing that um, I was thinking of is since god created all of us he wants all of us to feel special and especially Mm -hmm. thinking of the five love languages it's mostly centered on how you can make others feel happy or welcome making people feel comfortable but yeah just honoring god's people and being kind to them and making them feel comfortable and loved is a big part of it
0: right yeah totally Yeah, I was also, I was thinking and kind of doing a little bit of research on it, and I was like, are there negative things that we as Christians should be aware of? Apparently, this kind of became a trend, especially for the Enneagram, but I know, like, Myers-Briggs and stuff was kind of, like, a trend, too, typically for, like, maybe more, like, millennial or middle-aged people, and I think it's just, like, it, it has become really trendy, especially for the Enneagram, for some reason. Um... But I think people, I think some people have, like, reservations about it because maybe it stems from some sort of, like, group that they're not so sure about. Um, This article that I have says the symbol of the Enneagram kind of also resembles things that are associated with various cult groups or various occult groups, Um, Um, like Wiccans and stuff like that. So I think there are some reservations that people have that are rightly so. It's like, is this something that we as Christians should be doing? Um, I think it just really depends, though, on, like, how you're using it. Um, I know that there are many things, like, in history that maybe have stemmed from things that aren't the best.
2: Yeah, totally. Maybe,
0: but, like, they can still be used for good. Like, God can use everything for good and for his glory so it just really depends on what your intentions are with using it nonetheless if that is something that like you're concerned about like doing the research about like the history of things um maybe comparing different verses in the bible about things like this whatever that looks like for you personally and what you're personally convinced of um -hmm. going into it but I do definitely think that there are some advantages and some benefits of Um, personality types and enneagram types and I think as a Christian community a lot of people are familiar with it and do enjoy it um just to kind of understand their friends better or types of things like that but so yeah this has been the uh the enneagram Myers-Briggs love language (laughs) section of the podcast yeah personality types is definitely something that I enjoy so Mm -hmm. I'm glad that we talked about this um okay. okay we have one last segment, Tatum. That's Weekly for-
1: challenge. Okay, Erin, did you complete the challenge?
0: Um by the time this uh posts or uploads, I should have. <laughs> if you guys follow us on Instagram, you'll be able to follow our Cheesecake Endeavors on our Instagram story. So stay tuned. Before this drops, if I have posted something on our Instagram story, (laughs) you'll know that I have done it by the time this episode drops. If not, I have not yet done it. Currently, I have not yet done the Cheesecake Challenge. But that's okay, because I will do it. eventually.
1: okay. We also, we had a listener send us a picture of his cheesecake, and it looked delicious.
2: Wait, can you describe it?
1: It looks like he did a full size cheesecake, and he put raspberries on the top. So that was, like, the the topping. It looks very delicious. Dang, Um, maybe I'll
0: need to make a raspberry cheesecake. That sounds really good. I know.
1: I know. I wonder (laughs) if they're fresh raspberries.
0: Ooh. But, oh, man. I wish it was, like, raspberry season. We have raspberries at my house. I
1: love raspberries.
0: They're the best. I just love fruit. Okay, is a raspberry Uh a fruit or a berry? Or both? (laughs)
1: Mm, I mean, it's a obviously a
0: berry. Yeah, but like, berry it, is a fruit. Is berry a fruit? I, is like berry a subcategory
2: of fruit? Hmm. I think Maybe so. Right? Everyone considers it. If you guys party. know, let us know because we don't know.
0: <laughs> you guys probably know more about berries than we do. Okay, we need to come up with a new weekly challenge. So by the time that this, oh yeah, also congratulations um, to our listener who did complete that. We're very impressed, very proud. Um, make our and hearts so proud. swell You are just so talented. I haven't actually seen the picture yet, but I can imagine that it's beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, keep on doing that challenge if you are interested in completing the cheesecake challenge and send us your cheesecake images. Mm-hmm. But Tatum, I'd say by the time that this episode drops, we're gonna need a new challenge.
1: That's very true. Okay, I chose the challenge last time, so you need to choose this time.
0: Oh man, the pressure is on uh okay well what are my what are my like limits for deciding what our challenge is
2: um
1: okay all of our listeners in quarantine should be able to do it
0: okay so something at home mm-hmm. um I'm gonna say something like can you make us a jingle for the taco latte podcast <laughs> <laughs> but I won't do that unless you guys want to you do that we <laughs> would
2: Love that! That'd be amazing.
0: Who knows? If it, if we really liked it, we might even use it. That'd be awesome. But anyways, um, I'm trying to think. You guys need to hug your mom and say you love her. And also, you need to write a letter to somebody that you have never written a letter to before, and like mm-hmm. maybe start being their pen pal.
2: That would be cool. And then you need to tell us that you did that and.
0: A funny story about animals and that's the weekly challenge.
1: And first of all, you have to take a selfie of you hugging your mom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes.
1: To prove it. That would and then be you great. Just send it to our email, podcast at gmail.com.
2: Yes.
1: I think that's a really good challenge.
0: Okay, so it's kind of like a three part challenge, but it's it's the challenge. And I, I know you guys can do it. You're Wait, hang all capable. Yes.
1: For the listeners who did not hear that, can you repeat it again? a.k.a. me, because I didn't hear the last one.
0: Um, yes, you need to, oh, yeah, send us a story, if you have one, about animals right now, like, in the world. So, yeah, that's the challenge. Okay, Tatum, can you remember, what are the three parts to this weekly challenge?
1: Okay, um, animal story, that's mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, hug your mother and take a selfie of you doing it. <laughs> yeah. Or have someone else take it. Um, and then number three is write a letter
0: to someone
1: you've never written to.
0: Yes. Nice. Those are very so three, important. Three part things. Yes. Especially the animal story. I'd say that's the most important of all of them. <laughs> I was thinking the writing the letter one is kind of important. You know, I'd say, your friendship. I would say the animals is pretty important.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta entertain
0: us, you guys. Come on. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this has been the weekly challenge. But, yeah, you guys, stay tuned. We're going to actually be having some new, fun, spicy things coming out pretty soon. Maybe potentially involving some sort of giveaway and maybe potentially involving some sort of, like, mailbag episode um okay you guys so we're not 100 percent sure on the details of the giveaway yet but we are going to be doing a mailbag episode soon so please if you have any questions we're compiling a list of questions they can be super ridiculous or serious and we'll try to get through all of them we already have quite a few from like all of you awesome listeners who have sent us in stuff already um. Also, we're going to make a post on Instagram soon, and you can comment on that as well if you, for some reason, like, can't find our email. But, yeah, if you have any questions or ideas or any funny random things you want us to talk about, send them to our email or comment them on Instagram, and we will put them in our mailbag episode.
1: Yeah, we love hearing from you guys.
0: Yeah, it's actually really fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, is there any other last words, Tatum, or has um, been the taco latte podcast rate and review us on itunes that would be a
1: oh, big yes. help yes. Um, send us lots of emails and mm-hmm. selfies of you hugging your mother mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah listen to next week's episode yeah stay tuned alright Tatum
0: well this has been great
1: but
2: until next time I'm Erin
1: and I'm Tatum and this
0: has been the taco latte podcast <laughs>